Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. HBO style takedown documentary about real life road rules because that had to be a nasty Fuck. filming. Yeah, a real gross environment. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's us. Maybe that's what we come into now. True. Hmm. Maybe, Maybe that's this our is our niche. era, our breakthrough era. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe that's what our our bonus Jonas's are. True. Yeah. <sighs> Well, welcome into the twilight. Hey, we're here. Where we are a millennia old. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are we are father time collectively. Mm. Yeah. It's it's a lot and, of work, but someone's got to do it. You know what I mean? Honestly. I mean, it's also brave for someone who hates time to also be <laughs> father time. Um, but nevertheless, you do persist. So. <laughs> we we have a really fucked up relationship. Time yeah. And I. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Where it confuses and confounds me, and yet I am forced to participate yeah. in it. And that's so much of my life, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a unwilling participant in so many things. Yeah, so true. I will I will stay at my feet and be a and have a big frown um Mm -hmm. but i will i will go along with it i guess right (laughs) like don't get it twisted i will have a bad time and will show it but (laughs) we'll do it (laughs) but i'll do it i guess yeah except for this this i do i do enjoy oh that's nice to hear (laughs) cleaning my house no sure taking my trash out yeah bring it worse bringing the bins back in Mm -mm. yeah paying rent no yeah not a fan (laughs) hard not a fan how are you i it's been a minute it's been a minute i guess yeah i'm i'm chilling i just uh cracked open a fucking monster energy so that is the energy oh my god uh skating through this as a 14 year old boy i mean listen we're gonna be talking about vegas for most of this episode right. so that's I need to applicable like, yeah i need to like get a jump start here <laughs> the day. there is a character from apex legends on the back just staring at me so that's like a oh cool vibe. my god <laughs> on this can i come to you not necessarily with a happy thing but with an update a final okay. update um and that is that i have finished glee Whoa, okay. Yeah. So that was a real change in pace. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the last time we talked about this, I was like, okay, so just give me an update on where you're at next time. And right. you were like in season, the beginning of season two, I think. Right, yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. We uh, just didn't stop. <laughs> sure. Because here's the thing. We're in like a kind of a dry area for tv like abbott just came back finally but like and then uh drag race just came back but like as far as like regular weekly shows we are in a desert right now it's a it's a hard time things aren't picking up until like spring or summer that looming writer strike folks right they're just pushing everything back exactly so we're like we have nothing else new Mm -hmm. that we want to watch might as well just fucking go for it and we did Listen, I can't judge. I'm like <laughs> seven seats and steep into criminal minds, so yeah, I get it. It happens to all of us, okay? And yeah. I listen. Is does it end good? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> close. Um, but I will say I was kind of surprised because I watched like some of season four the first time I've watched Glee, and that's okay. when I stopped because Turkey Lurkey and Sarah Jessica <laughs> Parker really threw yeah. me off. We know this. Right. But season four and season five are fine, which I was surprised by, right? Because, like, obviously, first three, God tier, the canon, the, right. spir- the, the scripture, right? <laughs> right. I Yes. But, like, four and five are not as good, but the heart is still there. Like, you still get, like, the mm-hmm. vibe and the spirit 
and you like the attempt of like wistfulness and wanting to do something or whatever and like you go back and forth which is interesting whatever new york city baby um and then season six happens and then it all of that is thrown out the way <laughs> immediately i do remember the prophet himself mike's mike being like season six mm? yeah what it's <laughs> not even like close in energy in tone in vibe it is a complete departure and a complete decline fast (laughs) um the only thing i will say though that is very important about that season which none of you gays told me about which i am honestly upset and pissed off at you um is that at the double gay wedding (laughs) with britney and santana and blaine and kurt fucking uh jennifer coolidge is there as britney's mom and Shania Twain is there as Blaine's well, mom, yeah. and they just sing together. And none of you homos told me that. <laughs> and that feels, like, homophobic. That feels disrespectful. I feel like you just have to n- go into that not being prepared. Yeah, it did feel like a treat. Like, I was, like, waging a war with Ryan Murphy at this point, and I was like, I've, I've climbed all these mountains, I've done these te- treacherous journeys, and finally I've seen, like, the light at the end of the tunnel, and this was worth it, and that was that. And that's all that matters to me. That episode in particular has been out for, what, almost a decade now? Sure. And I never see that specific moment talked about on Twitter ever. That's what I'm saying. Like, how is this not the most memed, mo- one of the most meme moments? I guess because people just forget about the last season and I get it because I see stuff from like old Glee pop up every now and again or whatever. But like, that is such a wild group of people <laughs> at once and it's beautiful and I don't understand with all the like Jennifer Coolidge assances happening. It's so real. I feel like yeah. maybe when it debuted, there was like an NDA that screened at the beginning and it was like, you can't actually talk about this moment. Right, yeah. It's like everything yeah, else, actually... yes. <laughs> but you have to keep this as a surprise for everyone that's watching yeah, it. This is a blood oath. So yeah, I I've won the battle, I've won the war. <laughs> I've completed my journey with Sir Ryan Murphy's glee. Um and I feel I wouldn't say I feel better, <laughs> but I do feel like I accomplished something, which is sure. <laughs> I had the persistence of something I did not when I was, you know, a teenager. And I feel, I feel good. We did it. It's so exhausting. Yeah. But it's, I mean, you gotta do it once. You gotta do it once. You gotta grip it and rip it once. You know, like just right. one, one file swoop. I completely agree. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get like a certificate of completion <laughs> of this and just like frame it. Like you did it. Yes. I love this so much. Yeah. Um, so wow. that is, that's what has aged me in the past uh, oh my God. weeks of my life. Um, <laughs> how are you doing? Oh, uh, I definitely feel aged. I yeah. <laughs> I am doing okay. I am trying, I don't, notably don't do resolutions anymore. Mm-hmm. I stopped doing that uh, when the Newtons happened because I was like, listen, I just need to like get through this. But one thing I'm trying to do is be on my phone less. Mm-hmm. I'm on my I'm on the computer all day at work. And then I yeah. was just like, what if I found myself being like, well, what if I get off work and then I just spent all night on TikTok and then I go to bed? Um, and mm. that's turns out not great for the brain space. Mm. And so I have been trying to find ways outside of my phone to engage my brain. Um, mm. And one of those that's been fun is like coloring. Um, mm. But the hardest thing, and this is my happiest thing, which I never thought gun to my head I would ever bring. Um, is Sudoku. Yes. I am thrilled for this era for you. Can I just say? Um, <laughs> so I bought, I'm trying to do one of those like no buy things. Mm-hmm. Um, I put entertainment in a di- like a category that's allowed. So I did buy like a Sudoku book yes. and like a crossword book. Because that keeps me off my phone 
which mm. is like, I'm bored. Let me buy shit. Yeah. Now, it is important to know that up until, mm, honestly, since I got on ADHD medication, I was like, numbers? Absolutely not. Right. Like, this is I not for me. Mm. I honestly, I would look at it and it would like make me nauseous. Um, And I wish I was being hyperbolic. So I got this being like, I'm going to try it. And if I don't like it, then I don't give a fuck. Mm. The problem, though, that I didn't anticipate is I actually like it a lot. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So ADHD medication works. Yeah. Fun Um, fact. (laughs) And I didn't realize until searching an image for this in our notes that they're considered puzzles. Um, And I've notably, up until like a week ago, been a very anti-puzzle person because my brain couldn't, didn't have the capacity for it. Right. But apparently I like puzzles. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a very like 180 stance. It's kind of a groundbreaking thing. yeah, reversal for you, um, which I love. So I, I've gotten into a habit this week of, like, when I'm done with work, I just mm. have a little, like, lap desk thing, and I mm. sit on my couch with my pencils, <laughs> and I just play Sudoku, and it's so... It's something about it is, like, just enough brain engagement, mm-hmm. but it's not exhausting. right. Because it's like, it's whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm just doing this for fun. I could just stop whenever I want to. But I keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And then I realize, oh, it's been enough time. Like, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Let me start getting ready for bed. And then I realize, like, I looked today. Because, you know, your screen time thing on my phone comes out tomorrow. Right. But my screen time is down, like, 30%. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Look at you. So... Who's to say, because, you know, ADHD, I notably am not a habits person. I don't Mm -hmm. try to keep myself to, like, daily shit. Sure, right. So who's to say next week maybe I'll start my crossword shit. But, like, I found it very fun. Yeah. In a way that I didn't expect. (laughs) Yeah. The beauty of Sudoku is, like, it's so, like, relatively simple, but it makes you feel so smart for Yes! genius it's like the perfect amount of effort to serotonin of completing like relatively low lift but incredibly high rewards of finishing it um which i think is beautiful this is the closest i've ever felt to having like a mind palace that i see all these numbers and i'm like yes i'm the smartest person alive and i haven't felt that way with numbers i think ever (laughs) (laughs) um so if you are like me and have notably been, have an anti-puzzle platform. Mm-hmm. I think it is worth trying. And also, I'm not, I'm not on my phone as much. Mm. And that is helpful. Yeah. We only have one current event this week. Yes. Um, we have talked, there's more news about you, season four. Hmm. We've talked about the posters. We've seen the teasers. We now have a full trailer. A real, actual trailer. It is out. It is here in preparation for the two-part season. Which I'm still unamused by, to be honest. Right, it's like, just give it to us. Come on. You know you have it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know it's done. I know you have it. Just give it. If you all remember, was it last year? Was it two years ago? I honestly can't remember. Mm-hmm. You season three ended with Joe being like, actually domestic life, not for me. Uh, fuck this kid. Yeah. I'm going overseas. <laughs> yeah. And he describes in this trailer as a holiday. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a holiday. He didn't even go to a place with no extradition. Right, yeah, it's like, if you're gonna, like, go to to absolve yourself of crimes, at least pick a, a better spot for that. <sighs> but that's fine, because it ended, I think, with him in Paris, but now we see him in England. Right. And I was very like, mm, this trailer has won me over. Mm-hmm. 
And I didn't expect to say that going into season four of this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, how many times can you do the, you know, they're wrong about me or like, they don't really know <laughs> what I'm truly am. And still be like, you know what, maybe we should give them another chance. <laughs> like, let's, I'm interested. I'll see. <laughs> I think it is a testament to their team that he has re this is the third time he has reinvented himself and i'm still like hmm maybe it can work out yeah (laughs) maybe Maybe this time is the one that works (laughs) (laughs) and it's not even i will say i'm not rooting for joe no i don't know that i have rooted for joe ever i just want to see him fall and the fact that this time he is the prey mm-hmm. is very interesting. A real switcheroo. I do think that the you like writers and the showrunners saw mm-hmm. what happened with search party and they mm-hmm. were like, what if we do that? Yeah. It's like, what if we get a bunch of, you know, newspaper clippings on the wall, <laughs> just like go full investigation mode in a wacky, wacky way. What if we get these really rich, mm-hmm. rude people and that we surround Joe with, and then we have him be the one that's hunted? Right. Which I love. Which I love. I mean, yeah, it's working because I want to see it. Also, I, you know, we don't see too much from the trailers and stuff, but I already love how, like, fancy this looks. Like, Ugh. those, like, huge libraries and, like, giant bookcases and, like, castles and, you know little croquet parties or whatever like i'm excited for like the glamour of it all that joe will absolutely be repugnant to but i i love i love it i'm obsessed i am as with every season so far it's frustrating because i want joe gone i don't Um, like him yeah but i love pen (laughs) (laughs) and he looks so good in this trailer with this facial hair, it's honestly mm. kind of fucked up. Yeah, he's never looked better, I think. he's n- Especially because he, him in this, like, professor clothing fits him so well. Yeah. It pisses me off. I'm mad about it. Yeah. Um, but I'm weirdly expected this season to be the one where it's like, I don't care. I'm not interested. And this trailer turned me around. So good on them. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, folks, get your glitter jackets on. (laughs) Get your Vegas attire. Put your, I don't know. It's time to hit the slots. All right. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Get your, I don't know. For me, it would be like a candy cigarette. Just doing it like for the vibes. Mm. Um, Last time. I remember we broke out of the prison. We made our way to Vegas. Eddie decided, let's go to the Luxor, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, They were all waiting very awkwardly in one hotel room Mm. with four people. And then Adrian found out. Because Rose is bad at crime sometimes. Yeah. And he was understandably confused and also mad. Mm-hmm. And then Rose was like, well, you're here, so help us. And he was like, no. But then he did. Yeah. Mm. So... Where do we leave off? Where do we start in chapter nine? (sighs) Chapter nine, we are finally meeting the man, the myth, the legend, Robert Doru. All right, Bobby. Let's go. (laughs) Bobby boy. Um, (laughs) He's just like, you know, chilling (laughs) in this casino. Lissa kind of like spots him uh, with this this new like spirit identifying <laughs> thing that we've just kind of thrown in here has been really fun even though sure, like, yeah it hasn't really existed in the books prior of just being like a little bat signal be like oh there he is he's he's glowing he's got a little <laughs> got a little spirit in him here he is <laughs> i sure yeah let's pretend i mean 
I know that they've talked about it before, but it seems extra important, this book. Mm -hmm. Yes, correct. Yeah, it definitely has a different uh, significance, I guess, here. Um, Bobby's just wearing, like, all glow stick. Everything (laughs) is just glow. Yeah, he's a big rave head, actually. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love this man. Yeah, and the relationship between Victor and Robert is tense. Um, they're and not also creepy. Yeah, like they're not super buddy buddy. They're brothers, but they're just kind of like, "Hey, man," you know. <laughs> like they don't hug. They don't really like acknowledge each other more than like, "Hi, we're here." <laughs> yeah, know? they're not like they're not Winchester brothers. They're no. not like <laughs> they're not they're not touching each other. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, Robert reminds me, the way that Ferrero describes him initially reminds me a lot of um, Mm -hmm. Professor Trelawney. He is, like, off in the clouds. He is gone, girl. (laughs) Right. Which makes sense with what we know about him, that, like, his spirit has him a little, like, loosey-goosey. Yes. And we start to learn a little bit more about why. Mm-hmm. But at first, Rose is like, something's wrong with this dude. Yeah, it's like something's, the vibes are off. And I can't really put my finger <laughs> on it, but it's something strange going on here. Oh. And everyone's just like sitting at this table, just tense. Like, not really sure where to start, how to start. Right. What's going on? And Robert kind of like breaks the silence and it's like, who the fuck are these guys? Like, what's their story? You know, what's going on? Like these children <laughs> and these spirit users. Um, and then notices that um, Rose's shadow kissed, um, which kind of puts Rose in a little bit of thing being like, oh, God, <laughs> he knows my he has my whole thing figured out. Like everyone here knows all of our shit. Um, One of the things I love about Bobby is he because of the fact that he has spirit, but mm-hmm. he's like a loner, and also his spirit yeah. has him a little like loosey goosey, yeah. is he has no like social filter. No, it's called completely like straight from the dome, like really <laughs> no processing or anything of it. It's just his first inclinations <laughs> of text. Which makes this chapter amazing, is he mm-hmm. is just calling everyone out on their bullshit. Right. And that is not where I expected this to go. <laughs> no, completely not. Because even uh, after that, Victor's like, oh, yeah, these are my friends. They just, like, you know, want to talk to you. They have some questions. And Robert's like, you're fucking full of shit. Like, they are all scared of you. And like, <laughs> they definitely don't seem like they like you very much. Um, which, like, you're so real for that, Robert. Absolutely. That's <laughs> the case. <laughs> and it's wild because the way that Victor and Bob, I keep calling him Bob. I don't know why. You can I just... call him Bobby. That's fine. <laughs> Bobby at the rave. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, Rose keeps seeing um, Robert, and she thinks of him almost as, like, a child. Like, the interaction between these two is, like, throwing her off. And she doesn't know what their fucking vibe is, but she doesn't understand it. Mm. I agree. Um, (laughs) Retweet. (laughs) I love confirmation from the universe. Yeah. my favorite character in this chapter is the waiter. This poor waiter. <laughs> it's like, because he shows up the first time. It's like, hey, you guys want any drinks? And of course, Adrian's like, yeah, I'll have a gin and tonic, even though I'm underage. He's like, yeah, for and sure. And just keep Vegas, setting baby. them. Right. And everyone in this table is like very stressed and like unsure how to like process this conversation or proceed with it. And this waiter right. keeps coming back. He's like, do you guys want fucking food or not? Like, I keep coming back here and you're not, or you haven't even looked at the menu yet. Like, what are you doing? Are you going to eat anything? And there's like, uh, and Rose like freaks out and like looks at the first thing that she can even see. It's like, uh, egg rolls. I'll take the, <laughs> the egg rolls. Yeah, which, I want a loud and fatty food when I need to be, like, on my shit trying to take care of these people. Yeah, and two, the Adrian uh, is drinking, and she's, not that that's, I mean, there's already a thing of, like, him when they were together, and I guess they're still somewhat together or whatever, but, like, he was like, I'm gonna not drink anymore, whatever, and it's not even just that, but it's that it will, you know, uh, 
make his spirit less effective, right? Like, it harpens his spirit. Right. Um, and she's like, we're going to be on fucking A-game here. Like, I don't care about, like, this petty shit or whatever, but, like, if something happens, the shit goes down, like, we need to be on it. And yeah, like, order a fucking like Shirley Temple. Like, right. you need to be on your shit right now. Have a little fun, okay? Yeah, don't don't adhere, adhere to your own, you know, things. Come on, man. Like, we have a fugitive here. Right. Get it together. Yeah. It is interesting. I forgot about this, and maybe it had never come up, mm-hmm. but apparently at some point, Adrian had told Rose that whenever Lissa and Rose were together spirit users could see their auras as like linked mm-hmm. which makes bobby at the rave go confusion yeah whoa 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 and he's starting to think about apparently his bond babe named yeah. alden alden who is we can interpret as was lost right yes um yeah he talks about him with a, a fondness of you know he's, he's like searching for memories kind of i mm-hmm. when he's talking about him um and rose tries to be like oh i can't imagine what that must be like and <laughs> bobby's like yeah of course not no you can't <laughs> you have no idea like you have like everything at your disposal right now and then you lose like a tether to you or whatever and everything's different like you have no idea lady robert i think rose even says like robert is really good at killing conversation yeah yeah he's like he's kind of a bummer it's kind of a ew yikes and it's wild because that it makes sense right like this Mm -hmm. is an insurmountable loss he's not used to being around people Mm -hmm. um and also is in this weird situation where he's next to his brother Mm -hmm. and Rose is starting to notice this, like, devotion. I think she even says, like, idol worship Mm. around him. And that's not great. Um, Makes things a little fucked up. Right. Uh, Finally, though, he's mm -hmm. like, all right, so you brought me here. Right. What's the tea? I'm not eating. What do you, (laughs) like, what the fuck do you need? What is this for? And Rose asks the titular question of we've heard that you've you know changed Mr. Goy freed them um and if it was possible like we heard that you've done it and this is the first time too that uh Eddie is understanding the or hearing for the first time the um the purpose of this mission um everyone else is somewhat included or Adrian too I guess as well um and Victor Right. Well, yes, because Victor is, like, very gossipy of being, like, okay. And more, I think she notices, too, that, like, he, Victor is more pushing on Bob to answer <laughs> the questions <laughs> because he's, he's a dramatic bitch and he wants to know. He, like, he's, like, right. why did you break me out? Like, what's so important? Like, yeah. um, and Rose is finally, like, okay, here it is. Did it happen? Can you do it? Right. What, what, what's all that about? Um, and, and she brings he's up, like, Bobby's like, well, where'd you hear this from? Yeah, who told I don't, you that? I'm not, <laughs> like, before I answer this, like, who who told you this? Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't supposed to spill anything. And she says, like, Mark and Oksana. Um, mm-hmm. And Bobby's like, oh, damn. Like, I didn't know that they were still together. Um, mm-hmm. And that's wild because they're bond babes. So right. the only thing that would break them up is if they, like, one of them died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Rose is like, hey. Pay attention. Yeah, don't don't get distracted. (laughs) Exactly. So she's like, did you actually do this? Like, is this possible? Mm -hmm. Can you do this? And Bob's like, her. It was a woman. And he uses the language freed. Mm -hmm. I freed her. Right. Which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Is it? I didn't expect that. But it doesn't even matter because Adrian immediately butts in. (laughs) Yeah, at least one gin and tonic deep is like, you're lying. Yeah, you're full of shit. (laughs) And this is why I have a soft spot for Bobby because Mm -hmm. Bobby with no filter at the rave is like, who are you? Who? Hello? Who are you? How can you tell? 
It's like you, you were too inebriated <laughs> to even have powers anymore. Like you don't even have any control of anything at this moment. <laughs> yeah, like it's a wonder that you can even touch your magic anymore with all the things that you do to yourself. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Adrian was too stunned to speak. <laughs> Robert, like, effectively just slapped him. Yeah, no words, just (laughs) shrivels down into into a corn cob. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it's, he's not wrong. No, (laughs) but it is brutal to hear. (laughs) Just this And Andrew's already having a pretty bad week, you know? (laughs) He's already having a bad couple days. So it doesn't really help the situation. (laughs) Especially when, I mean, Adrian is trying to say, like, I don't need any physical proof that you're lying. This is impossible. Like, they're dead. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're undead. But, like, that is forever. Right. And Bobby's like, expand your mind, homie. Right. Yeah, what if uh, things that are dead don't always stay dead? How do you think about that? (laughs) How do you expand your brain space, my guy? Right. Um, And he reveals um, that he did it with a stake. Which makes uh, Rose be like, uh, question mark, hello. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. I, right, what? <laughs> so he raises her hand. It's like, hi, excuse me. Um, I've killed a lot of Strigoi with my stake, not to flex or anything, not to brag, but. <laughs> Shows it, her next tattoos. Right, yeah, she turns around, pulls her hair up, um, and is like, and they uh, are dead. So what? what's up with that? Um, and he's like, no, 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 no. It's not no, just like a, a grass-fed beef <laughs> Yeah, steak. organic steak, yeah. <laughs> Farm-to-table steak, yeah. <laughs> um, but one that is charmed with spirit, that Lissa, like, kind of clues in on when he's saying, like, it's a special steak. Um, which is interesting, because this uh, reminds me of when we were talking about the show and how they, like, take bits and pieces from, like, all of the books, right? Yeah. Um, when fucking Christian was like, I guess I'm going to be a monk now or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he was like, oh, it needs to be charmed with spirit. And I'm like, ding, 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 it's here. It's from this. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Stunning. We love to see it. Because we find out that the regular stakes, and I remember this from, I think it was book two, mm-hmm. when, like, Jesse's nasty, like, rich people group was yeah. breaking the wards, that they, yeah. you needed the mm-hmm. four elements for a grass-fed organic steak um but the idea of course they wouldn't have been charmed with spirit because they don't believe that it exists right yes interesting Hmm. also bobby at the rave does the same thing to lissa but the opposite thing that he did to adrian where he looks at her and he's like you're gentle, you're kind, you're great, you're perfect. No notes. You're Linda Evangelista, you're everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're a star. (laughs) I love it. This is wild. Yeah. And so, of course... Rose has to chew over this with her egg rolls. (laughs) Right, yeah. Rose is naturally skeptical, right? Because she immediately is like, that seems easy, right? Like, that seems, like, too easy. Too easy. For this... And Bobby's like, no, it's actually it's actually the opposite of easy. It, it really sucks. Um, and she's like, well, you know, how, like, that just seems like, you know, they stake them. I know how to do that. That seems pretty sick and and cash money. Like, that seems easy. Um, yeah, I, and like, Bobby's we could like, do that right now. Right, like, we could just There's do that. Hard. We could just <laughs> find a struggle and just do that right now. And that's what the problem is. And he's like, oh, no, 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 sweetie, sweetie, no. Um, you can't do it. <laughs> Not you. She's like, what? Oh, you, the shadow kissed? No, you can't do it. Yeah, it's like you don't have the gift of life. Those who are blessed with spirit are the ones that can do it. And at this moment, at this table, there's only two people that could do it. Adrian or Lissa. And... (laughs) Which calls, he calls yeah, the gentle, gentle girl. girl or the <laughs> or, drunken sod. It's so good. Like, really uh, making the, the choice pretty uh, <laughs> pretty clear in his mind, which I appreciate. <laughs> He's like, my wager would be on gentle girl. Right. And Rose immediately is like, oh, fuck no. Absolutely not. Like, we are not putting Lissa in that kind of danger. A, she can't even do it. Sorry, Lissa. But, like, not and even. And Lissa's pissed. Right. She's like. 
you can't decide what I can or can't do. And mm-hmm. like before she can even finish that sentence, Rose is like, hey, girl, uh, remember when you could barely punch Reed? Right. And that was when I was inside of your brain telling you how to do it. <laughs> um, so let's think about this. Okay. That's you would have to be so close to one mm-hmm. of them without them not like biting you or snapping mm-hmm. your neck. Right. No. Or just immediately killing you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, they're just like bickering <laughs> about this. Um, and Adrian and Eddie, visibly uncomfortable. Um, Victor and Robert like pull out some popcorn. They're just like having a They show, love it. You know, they're having a great time here. <laughs> um, and Rose brings up an interesting point here, a smart question. Uh, well, you would think it would be logical at this right. point. Right, because she's like, okay, so knowing how what I know about like the bond and shadow kissed and everything like that, if you know someone who uses spirit brought back Astrogoy to life, right, would they then also just be in another bond together? Which, as we know from previous installations of this, that does not work with your brain and cause a deterioration right. of your mind very fast because there's too much going on. And already, and Lissa and Rose are pretty vulnerable <laughs> to that. Because <laughs> that would mean, like, I mean, Lissa obviously can't do this because Rose won't let her for obvious reasons. But right. the shadow kiss portion would be another reason of, like, mm-hmm. Lissa's sanity is already kind of teetering at this point. Right. But apparently, and Bobby gets very, like, extra dreamy at this point. Mm-hmm. And he says that th- that's not actually how this works for Strigoi. Mm-hmm. That the the shadow kiss thing only happens with people who are were alive when they died. With Strigoi, right. you're saving their soul, mm-hmm. so they're they're Gucci. There's no bond, right? And it's like this: their souls are not like they're just like lingering, right? They're like not in the current world, but they're also not in like the underworld or death or something. They're just it would be like just bringing it back. To center rather than like taking it from the dead to another person in this like relationship or something so it just like mm. normalizes it which is interesting right sure <laughs> yeah okay yeah I, all i'll right. follow that line of logic sure yeah i mean listen it's all just like it's all just fake you know like <laughs> we are talking about fiction so like whatever what you can make up this. <laughs> um <laughs> You're telling um, me this isn't. <laughs> it's hard. Listen, it's hard for me to remember sometimes, but we do. Oh, my God. <laughs> We've been reading four of these. <laughs> We've read four of these, and they were all fake. These are all fake uh, words. What? It is actually, Freya Roche is a prophet. Uh, she's an oracle, and she had to, Yeah, like, she's a scribe. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so Rose asks what I think is a logical next step from this, too. Mm-hmm. She's like, all right, so how do you charm, how do you charm the stick? Right. Like, what do you, what do you do? <laughs> and Robert's like, well, it's easy. That, that part, that part's easy. Yeah, that one's pretty, you. pretty cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, give me a steak right now and I'll just, I'll just show you. It'll be right. easy. Yeah. Um, and Adrian's like, you can't fucking bring a steak out in public. We are in <laughs> a casino. <laughs> that is a weapon. What are you talking about? Yeah, they will, I mean, they might not realize what it is, but they'll know, like, it's sharp and pointy. We can't just do that. Yeah. Here. Uh-uh. And they're like, well, we could just go somewhere more private with less people around, you know, which seems like a dangerous situation because we have a a criminal on the loose Mm -hmm. (laughs) and also a stranger man that we don't really know, but has a weird vibe. (laughs) The they're planning on it Mm -hmm. about going to the back to the room after dinner. And again, dinner feels generous. They've had apps. Right, yeah. apps and drinks. <laughs> they had apps, yeah. <laughs> um, um, then we get this bomb. Yeah. Here. <sighs> and it's important to... This is where the show and the book really kind of, like, diverge. Yeah. Into a yellow wood, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what the poem was about. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, book Victor mm-hmm. turns Natalie. Remember this. Right. Yes. We all remember this. Mm-hmm. Rose, it goes into her mind palace for a second. And right. it's like, 
Now wait a fucking minute. Yeah, hold the phone. <laughs> I remember that you convinced your own daughter to turn Strigoi and try to help you escape jail. Mm. Could it have been possible that you knew this whole time what your own brother had done? Right. And you were going to try and use her, like, Strigoi strength and turn her back. Right. Because he knew it wasn't going to be like, a permanent thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just a, it was just a phase. Right. Which, like, changes Rose's mentality of Victor immediately. Like, because for so long she was like, yeah, I always thought he was a bad guy, but that was, like, the final straw of, like, thinking of him as a monster. Of, like, mm-hmm. someone who truly didn't care about the people that were closest to him and, like, only did stuff for his personal gain um, and didn't care who, you know, fell in the process. But this, like, colors it in a different way of, like, oh, he never anticipated or never assumed that that would be a permanent thing because he had this, like, knowledge from his brother of this as a possibility. When she says this out loud, Victor, like, goes white. Right. And, like, immediately shuts it down. Yeah. It's like, Natalie's dead. She's gone. There's no point talking about it. I found it interesting that this somehow lessened Mm -hmm. her, like, distaste towards Victor, when to me, it makes him worse. Yeah, because, like, he still, like, used her. (laughs) Yeah. It was still for, like, selfish intentions, right? Um even though, and also, he didn't know, perhaps, that the w- Robert's thing would even work, right? We don't know that he right. knew that. Um, he just, you know, probably had to trust in his brother or something. But, like, there was no proof of this really happening outside of this one instance that he wasn't even really there for, you know? Um, so, like, he still, like, fucked someone over <laughs> for, for this idea, this chase of this thing. Um it goes from being, like, calculated and selfish and, like, mm-hmm. you could almost say at at that time, like, an all-consuming selfish, like, selfishness yeah. to what it actually is, is completely calculated. Right. Yeah. And being like, I don't give a fuck about my daughter. This is all mm-hmm. about me. Right. And that and I'm willing is to risk so it. bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I think that that's because... Rose is trying to do the same thing of like having hope. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's like, well, if he has that hope, then he thinks that it's real mm-hmm. and credible. And I need to do that too. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> anyway, tell me about the end of this chapter. Oh, God. Okay. So, this anti elevator platform that they're on. Right. <laughs> they're on an anti elevator. Um, so, they're like, okay, let's meet in the room we'll have everyone there so like we'll be fine and if anything happens like we got our we got our bros we got our boys here um and it'll be quick and we won't you know we'll just see how the stick works right um right. there's also a fuck ton of people in here um and we are you know, in a casino so right that yeah is it's a huge it's a busy casino right um very chaotic like the group keeps getting split up by all the people and stuff and Rose gets freaked out that like what if Victor and Rob like run away and like take this as their opportunity to get the fuck out of here um and so she signals to Eddie like we need to like find a way out of this right we need to figure out what's going on here right and Eddie becomes full like line leader (laughs) like (laughs) he goes into full camp counselor mode he like makes a sharp left and it's like okay let's go we gotta find like some sort of other stairwell right right to get out of here um and he's like, okay, there's, like, an emergency exit here. We got, there's probably some stairwell in this hallway. Whatever. Um, and we're like, great, so cool. Um, and this, <laughs> get to a, a little stairwell, and there's, like, a um, little warning sign, you know, that has, like, it's going to, alarm's going to sound. It's going to be really, it's going to be loud, <laughs> you know. Um and they're like, okay, we got to turn around and find another place. Um, and then the whole room gets tense. Everyone's tense. Um, and we feel the nausea. And uh-oh. 
Spidey sense. We got some. We got some Spidey sense. And there's Stragoy. Bum bum bum. In the casino. Inside the casino. And they're Which, like, like a set offense. Yeah. Notably, no wind. Like little to no windows in a casino. Right. Yes. And they're like ostensibly trapped in like by an emergency exit and like a crowd of humans and maybe Maroi, like but like a lot of people, right? right. So they're feeling fucked. <laughs> yep. It is no good. Mm-mm. Rose is like, okay, there's three of them. And right. naturally, mm-hmm. because of course, Dimitri's one of them. Uh. And she knows because she figured this out. But ostensibly, nobody else, like Adrian, Eddie, mm-hmm. um, Lissa, they don't know yet. Right. <sighs> Fuck God. this. So this fucking sucks. This chapter blows. I <laughs> this this sucked so bad to read. I had a bad time. I was hurting. Holly um, went to Vegas and got a new leather duster. I screamed when fuck. I just like so during this they like you know Eddie and uh, Rose go into beast mode like right. Rose immediately like takes out this one woman Stragoy and like Eddie's kind of like going with the other one and she sees Dimitri behind them just kind of like chilling being like hey bitch <laughs> can you miss me <laughs> um, and she notices that he's wearing a new leather duster because obviously the last one got a little bit fucked up in their last fight yeah. um and she's like oh, motherfucker you bought a new leather duster <laughs> i was like i Where mean he's you? in like the mafia so he's got like unlimited right he can get connections yeah right he yeah. could get whatever he wants i suppose but she's like motherfucker how dare you <laughs> so rude so disrespectful the fact <sighs> that he's like so she rose like immediately kills this like woman stragoy mm-hmm. steps over her without even looking at her yeah and, of course, Dimitri is, like, he sends these two, like, minions, right? And he stays back. Fuck this. Yeah. Ugh, fucking. I this hate fucking Dimitri so much. I know. And he's, like, the first thing that he really says to her is, like, I told you I'd find you. And she's, like, yeah, I know, bitch. Like, I got your weird letters, okay? Like, because, <laughs> obviously, in her mind, she's, like, I knew this was happening. Like, as soon as I stepped out of the, the safety of the court, like, I was going to be fucked. And, like, I knew this. Right. Um, but, like, seeing him is definitely a different thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, God. And the worst thing, and we knew this with the last book, but mm-hmm. these two uh, fighting with each other is rough because they know each other's fighting styles so well. They know their moves. They know everything. Right. Um, and so it's hard because they could ostensibly, like, fight forever because they there's no that you need an outside force essentially right oh god i don't like i don't like it it makes me mad (laughs) yeah and dimitri brings up a point too while they're just like in this you know circling each other two-step yeah like yeah they're just like (laughs) round apart each other um and he's like yeah, it's even wilder that, A, you, like, left the safety of this place, but you also brought Maroy with you. That's pretty risky. Like, I didn't think you were that, you know, hasty with right. the lives of others. Like, I know you're hasty with your own life, you know. Um, but the people that you love seems pretty sus, my girl. What's going on here? God damn it. Mm. And that was finally, like, enough for her to, like, snap out of it. And she yells mm-hmm. at Lissa and is like, girl there's you have a fire alarm right next to you right get out of here go Mm -hmm. because there's it's still daylight it's Mm -hmm. like five o'clock or something there's still enough light here yeah and that's enough that it won't necessarily scare the stragoy off but it'll make Mm -hmm. enough noise that this hotel security will come right Um, that will stop them theoretically (laughs) theoretically right um but she notices that lissa is frozen in place like she has noticed that dimitri is there and that they're fighting too stunned to speak and yeah too stunned to speak she is like shocked because this is her first time seeing dimitri as a stragoy as well and it's like what the fuck (laughs) you know because she knew like that's a different thing from seeing him yeah completely and rose is trying to like use the bond to like 
figure out where her head's at, but she's also like, I can't hesitate with right. Dimitri. Famously, can't hesitate. Famously, um, can't do that. <laughs> it's the one thing you can't do. Keep that in mind, everyone. Please as remember, we go on. <laughs> that's the whole thing that Dimitri has told her from day one. You right. can't hesitate. Yeah. <laughs> so just keep that in your brain. <laughs> and he like she he notices that she's kind of like not in herself at the moment and like you know pins her against the wall um and she loses the grip of her stake womp womp fuck sucks because that's kind of important yeah the stake is pretty uh crucial to (laughs) to everything here right um and he again tries to like sweet talk her and stuff which like okay bro we get it (laughs) like and it's just so nasty because like we know it's not gonna work now Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, why are you being so difficult? <laughs> uh, right. Finally, though, there's a noise. There's mm-hmm. like a, an alarm that goes off. Yeah. Which helps things. Like, thank God. A little bit of distraction. Always good. <sighs> and Shake then, people up a bit. MVP. <sighs> Eddie. My boy. Stakes Dimitri in the side of the stomach. Yeah. Rose doesn't know at this time if Eddie realizes that this is even Dimitri. Right. Yeah. This Eddie could just think like this is just another Strigoi. Mhm. Cuz that's how they're trained. Like it doesn't matter. Right. Just to see yes. monsters. Yeah. <sighs> oh god. And so These they two fighting uh, hurts me. I know. So Eddie's now toe-to-toe with Dimitri. They're fighting in a similar way that Rose and Dimitri are fighting, but not as uh, adeptly, because uh, Eddie doesn't know Dimitri as much as Rose does. But he's still, like, keeping his own a little bit. Um, And he, like, uh, Dimitri, like, shoves him again into the wall like he did with Rose, but uh, with the intention of, like, breaking his his skull, (laughs) essentially. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But Eddie, very on his feet, uh, like, moves in a way that, like, it's just his body weight that takes it or takes the blow. Um, So he's, like, not doing good, but at least he's not, like, concussed or, like, has a broken skull, which is great. (laughs) The thing that's really important to remember. Yeah. In the last book... Mm -hmm is Rose had said, she had sworn to herself that, like, if there was a time when Dimitri was about to kill her, mm-hmm. she was going to do, she was going to kill him. Like, that was the whole right. thing. Yeah, it's like, if there's no proof or, like, instance of this actually being, like, this is just a fantasy, like, the next time I see him, I'm not going to hesitate. I'm going to do it. Like, this is the time. And she's in this moment right now. Like, she's got Eddie. They could mm-hmm. both take him down right now. Right. They could just end it. And Eddie's stake is like at a very good line to get him right in the heart. You know, like we are in a good, a blow situation that could just do it, you know. But she just found out like mm-hmm. 20 minutes ago that there is maybe a chance mm-hmm. that he could be freed, right? Saved. Right. And so Rose... <sighs> steps in and she's like i can't do it i can't i can't do it and she makes a decision and she like goes over to dimitri and like uh rakes like uh the back of his head um or like his face yeah his um like the side of his face um to like move essentially push eddie out of that line of staking him in the chest um which very and eddie's like what the fuck (laughs) like bro like what is this um and they're they're just like deadlocked in that moment of being like fuck um we fucked our chance like that was it um and we lost it um and there's security now now, so they don't really have like a chance to do anything about it Right. Um, but before, like, as Eddie and Rose are leaving, they're trying to go through the, like, fire escape door. Mm-hmm. The last thing he, she hears Dimitri say, and he's like, there's, like, laughter in his voice, mm-hmm. is, it's not over. Do you really think there's anywhere you can go in this world where I can't find you? 
What the actual fuck? God. I hate it here. So naturally, they're on the strip. It's hot. It's sunny. They're just trying to, like, get their bearings and Mm -hmm. find somewhere to go. Right. And I think they go into... I think they go into the, like, New York, New York. Mm Mm-hmm. And as soon as they get into, like, the lobby, Eddie, who's usually, like, known for being calm, cool, collected, chill. Yeah. Yeah. Like, turns to Rose and is yelling, like, pissed. And is like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Are you, like, are you deranged? What's going on here? Like, we had him. And now there's people that like humans that probably died because of this like that was irresponsible and silly and what the fuck even was that about and why you know like i know he was like just your uh you know teacher or whatever but you gotta like put that aside like this is your fucking duty bitch (laughs) and the thing is is like eddie never knew about rose Mm -hmm. and dimitri and so she finally says like i love him Yeah, and it it catches Eddie off guard enough, and she says like Dimitri, he's more than my instructor. Mm -hmm. And Eddie is staring at her, effectively like puts his hands on either side of her head and like shakes her head. Yeah, and it's like was, right? Was more than your instructor. You loved him, Mm -hmm. but that was in the like he's gone. Did you see yeah. that dude? That's not right. Dimitri. That's not your dude. I know you may be confused by the duster, but that is not him. <laughs> He's a different guy now and he sucks. And Eddie's starting to realize, like, why she brought, like, why she asked him to come on this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Rose. Like, Rose. Come on. We don't even this know. This is not going to work. <laughs> if this works, and it probably won't. What the fuck? And he even gets mad at being like, <laughs> it's kind of like a um you know i can handle uh breaking out uh, a, a criminal from prison but i draw the line <laughs> at you like letting a strigoi go so they can kill a bunch of humans because you love them and think maybe you can bring them back to life what is that fucking community quote that's what i'm saying yeah it's like <laughs> like i can you know stand racism but i draw the line at animal cruelty literally that is the energy that this is right now like that's like actually a hundred times worse than what we did so fuck you how dare you and also you're you're foolish to think this would even work it's rose is like i can't process this right now um i don't want to think about the fact that eddie might be right i we need to find out where Lisa and victor and bobby Mm -hmm. are yeah um and so she like taps in to the bond and they're across the street at mgm great so go find lissa and adrian and victor and uh bobby Mm -hmm. (sighs) lissa was very scared yeah poor lissa yeah. Um, I felt and Adrian's really like stress smoking, <laughs> just being like, fucking, oh, what yeah. the hell was that? <laughs> He's a fucking chimney. Yeah. Um, but the shitty part of how this chapter ends is Liz is like looking around with Eddie and they're like, dude, where's Victor and Ricky Bobby? Uh, that's not. <laughs> His name is. <laughs> I've gone so far. <laughs> We've got uh, a full journey of being here. <laughs> I love that. Um, and the they have unfortunately realized that they are gone. They're gone, girl. They, Uh-oh. They have slipped. They're They've gone. left the building. <sighs> Which, does that shock anyone? No. No. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. No. Um, so, brothers at large... Fugitive Victor um, and noted spirit user Ricky Bobby um, (laughs) are on the loose in Vegas. Uh, I honestly don't know where this is going and that makes me nervous. I'm so stressed. (laughs) For real. 
And listen, I know every Vegas trip kind of ends like this. People are lost. You're getting in right. fights. <laughs> like, you end up at different hotels. Um, but I feel like the stakes are a little bit higher now. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I would say that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I just need... Uh, I just need to know that things are going to be okay. (laughs) (sighs) We have some patrons. I think they're going to reassure us that things are going to be okay. Oh, thank God. I need that. (laughs) Um, Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Ow. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch! Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Beep, beep, beep. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Katya Karp. Ow. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashburn. Ow, ow, ow. Thank you to Vivian Yuli. Ooh. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ow. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ooh. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ow, ow, ow. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, <gasps> our mom, <gasps> Kelly Beck. Mom. Mom. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you. To Laura Forty. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you to Dan Saklos. Ooh. Thank you to Maria Swan. Ow. Thank you to India Peach. Ooh. Thank you to Emily Ozera. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you to Jaylene Ivishkov. Ooh. And last, but certainly not least, thank you to Ashlyn Vogel. Wow, wow. Ooh. While we wait until next week for chapters 11 and 12, I have a fan fiction for you. Ooh. This is titled The Bun by the author Goth X Chewbacca. So true. <laughs> um, this was published in October of 2021. And the summary is, Dimitri wears his hair in a bun, and Rose doesn't know how to handle it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> these two and their fucking, these two have a hair thing. I, they really do. <laughs> there's, there's a hair thing going on somewhere here. <laughs> there's no chapters in this, so I'm just gonna go for it. Hell yeah. Dimitri stood at the back of the room, wearing jeans and a t-shirt underneath his duster, with a mop of wet hair that had been thrown into a messy bun. It took me a few moments to register what I was seeing. Once I did, I was floored. Oh shit, I murmured, without even thinking about it. Congrats, you beat the most badass guardian around, Eddie teased. I couldn't even pay attention to him, or my apparent win. My focus was all on Dimitri. And on the bun that he was sporting, I'd never seen his hair like this before. Dimitri always looked good. He always, even at his absolute worst, looked hot. When he was at his best, he was downright show-stopping. But this, this rendered me speechless. There was a first time for everything, I suppose. Hathaway, a voice snapped. Dimitri turned his head slightly to look at me. A small frown appeared on his handsome features, and he made a slight motion with his head, like he was trying to tell me something. I returned the frown, confused. Hathaway, stop glaring down the guardians and pay attention, Stan ordered. I spun back around quickly. Are you sure you're not concussed or something? Eddie asked me softly. I shook my head distracted. I wasn't concussed, but I was sure as hell going to make my boyfriend wear his hair in a bun more often end scene i love <laughs> <laughs> these two are so obvious it's embarrassing yeah god i just want to go back to that dimitri i miss it so bad <laughs> i would give almost anything yeah. for that dimitri again mm-hmm. um instead of the one that we deal with now who honestly reminds me more of jesse Zeklos than anything and that pisses me off yeah it's fucked up it's really fucked up. Well, friends, 
Um, take care of yourselves, which mm. means maybe watching Glee, maybe not. Maybe not, actually. Maybe not, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> or playing Sudoku. Or playing Sudoku. Um, mm-hmm. That I can I can definitely recommend. Yeah. Um, that I yes, please do that for yourselves. Um, tell a friend about the show. Yeah. And until next week, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest, get bit and get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.